Hey, I've got some exciting news for you. For nearly a decade, the Social Media Marketing Society has been helping marketers like you to keep up with the changing times. This is our private community just for marketers, and the doors are open right now. When you join, you get access to ongoing training and become part of a welcoming community of marketers who are just like you. Learn more at smmarketingsociety.com. Again, smmarketingsociety.com. Welcome to the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, your guide to the ever-changing world of social media. Hi, I'm Brian Dixon, news producer at Social Media Examiner and host of the Social Media Marketing Talk Show, and you are in for a treat today. I was recently at Social Media Marketing World, and I had a chance to connect with some of our best customers. A lot of them listen to our podcast, just like you do. Not everyone knows what I'm about to share with you. We do something special here at Social Media Examiner. The best of the best of the guests that you hear on the Social Media Marketing Podcast not only teach at our conference, but they're also part of our secret society called the Social Media Marketing Society. Each month, our top-tier guests who have been on my show are invited to train inside our society for an exclusive group of marketers who are just like you. The training is designed to help you go from being a passive consumer of content to a marketer who is in active learning mode. So if you're ready to make real progress with your marketing, you're a perfect fit for the Social Media Marketing Society. Join us by visiting smmarketingsociety.com. We've got a really big sale that is ending very soon, so don't delay. Again, visit smmarketingsociety.com and join today. Jessica Stansbury is the host of the Hey Jessica podcast and founder of Hey Jessica, a company designed to help businesses grow with YouTube. Her courses include YouTube Rockstars and YouTube Starter Kit. Welcome back to the show, Jessica. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to talk about YouTube because like YouTube is one of those platforms that just feel like they just keep changing all the time. Is that true? Yeah, but they're not big enough changes to make everybody mad like Instagram does. So I like it. Yes, so you <laughs> kind of know where things are generally, but there's yep. a few little tweaks and changes that we as marketers need to know in order to reach more people. Mm -hmm. Yep. Amazing. Okay, so the first thing I'd love to ask you about, Jessica, is where most social media platforms seem to be going, which is in shorts and stories. So give us your perspective on shorts and stories. I know they have this new feature called profile rings. I'd love to hear a little bit more about that and, and overall your perspective on shorts and stories when it comes to YouTube. Yeah. So you're catching me on a good day because I'm a little mad at Instagram because Instagram is like, oh, we're going to only show three stories to everybody now. And you're going to have to hit a button to see anybody's stories past three. And I'm a storyer. I can't keep anything concise. So if YouTube is going to highlight my stories and let more people see them, I'm like going to move over there, you know? But yeah, they have the new profile ring where if you have an active story or if someone hasn't watched your stories, they can now see it. And as far as shorts go, I don't love shorts for myself. I'm not a shorts consumer, nor am I a shorts creator, but I have seen so many of my friends and fellow creators blow up with them. And it's clearly the time we're living in that the entire world wants to be TikTok. So that's right. Here we are. And something about the attention span too, right? Like shorts are so short. Yeah. What does that say about us as a society? Probably not a good thing. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, so the profile rings themselves. Yep. The takeaway here is just like Instagram, where it, where it has an update that you have recently posted a story, YouTube's doing the same thing, yep. which will sort of notify your audience that, hey, there's some new content from Jessica that you need to check out. Exactly. I love it. I think it's a great feature. Yeah, that's really cool. It's, yeah, it just really does seem like most platforms are moving to stories now and having that kind of update. Which is why it's confusing why Instagram would cut our stories off. I'm so mad. <laughs> just real quick, I, I'm kind of going off the cuff here, but when it comes to companies using stories, I know that you work with companies, consult with companies in regards to YouTube, like any tip for us on how we can use a story within our company as opposed to a personal brand? Yeah. So any company still has to have personality behind it. So it's not always one person. So with Social Media Examiner, it could be you, it could be this person, it could be that person, it could be Mike, it could be whoever, right? And so with a company, it's just that there's more people on stories usually than there is just like one person like me. But I would say keep it personal, show behind the scenes. Like stories are such a good place to show people like behind the scenes, what is going on, you know, what the company is up to. And then they want to come back and watch your stories. Then when they want to come back and watch your stories, when you do promote, more people see them. Yeah, I think that's so smart. Now, also, YouTube recently announced that they have added shorts analytics and shorts custom thumbnails. So tell us your perspective on both of those things. That's spectacular because you can't really dive into the analytics now. They're just there <laughs> and there's nothing that you can tell. And the thumbnails, as a girl who literally every thumbnail I've ever posted that was auto-generated, I'm like, <laughs> it's spectacular because now I don't have to look like a troll on every thumbnail that YouTube decides to pick for me, you know? Why do they always pick the troll photo? I don't know. It's always every time I scroll, like I have a shorts channel because we were experimenting with shorts. Yes. And every time I scroll it, I'm like mortified. I'm like, what is, what is that? Nice. Thank you, YouTube gods. Appreciate it. That's right. That screenshot is always, always <laughs> challenging. So speaking of content, there's two new content formats that YouTube has been rolling out. Uh, the first one is about live streaming. They've been doing live stream for a while, but now there's a new live streaming feature, which is cross promotions, which is kind of cool. I'd love to hear your perspective on live stream cross promotions. Yeah, I think this is awesome. It's a great way to collaborate, but also a great way to build like anticipation for one of your videos. So the way it will work is if you're live streaming, you can tell YouTube that after your live stream is done, it can redirect all those viewers to either another live stream or a premiere. So a premiere is just a pre-recorded video that you set a time and people get notified for beforehand. Because normally if, if I schedule a video, it doesn't tell them that I have one scheduled. But if you do a premiere, it does. And people get excited about it. That's cool. So this could be awesome to collaborate, right? Like you have somebody where maybe you're going to do like a live stream with somebody or you have a creator friend who's smaller than you in some way or whatever. You could easily like go live, get everybody excited and then pop them over there. Or you have this awesome video you want everybody to watch and you're, you get them really pumped up and then you pop them over and you can have like a watch party together, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's so cool. I could see that that would work for companies that were like releasing a new product or mm -hmm. had a product update, something like that. You have the live stream announcement and then you could drive them over to what, like a more in-depth explanation of the new thing. Totally. Yeah, that would be really interesting. Okay, so that's the live stream cross promotions uh, new update. We also have an update on, this is going to sound very interesting when it comes to YouTube, but probably a word we haven't heard related to YouTube, podcasting. Yeah. 
last week we talked about Facebook. Facebook is moving away from podcasting. YouTube is moving into podcasting. Jessica, tell us your perspective on that. Oh my gosh. Okay. So I have always been one of those people who's like, don't put your podcast on YouTube because it's not the user behavior that people want. It's just that they don't do well. And when YouTube first started saying that they were going to like dip their toes into podcasting, it still made it sound like they were going to have video podcast type styles and that's what they were going to push. But this newest update is audio only. It's a literal podcast platform like Spotify or Apple. And that I love. I mean, if podcasters could get the same SEO that YouTubers got, like that's spectacular because right now Apple, Spotify, all of those, they don't have the SEO built in that, you know, YouTube has. And then in addition to that, if creators could get revenue share from AdSense, it's going to incentivize a lot more people to start a podcast because they're going to have power of YouTube behind it. And I think this is a step in the, a great direction. Because they already have the user base. So people are already right. watching the videos. I actually watch a lot of videos by turning my screen off and just yeah, listen. I do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's almost like it's an audio platform already, for at least user experience. But now with YouTube doing podcasting, because they do the rev share with the creators through the AdSense, right? That you get a verified creator. And then when people watch your video, you get a cut of that the advertising fee. That mm-hmm. could be applied to the podcasting platform on YouTube as well. Yeah. That's spectacular. No other platform does that. I mean, that's spectacular. Yeah. Monetizing the podcast is always a challenge. And so that's really interesting. I wonder wonder what the applications are for a company. Maybe a company already has a podcast. This mm-hmm. seems like this could be a, a platform to also post on. Yeah. Anything else that you can think of in terms of like how a company might be able to use that YouTube as a podcasting platform to connect to their audience more? Yeah, the way it looks, it's they're going to feed directly from the RSS feed, which is what all platforms do anyway. So you wouldn't even have to do anything different. You would just put it there, you know, <laughs> like that. that's it. And yeah, it just goes. So I would say while there may not be another strategy to it, except for we've got descriptions with clickable links, we've got, you know, thumbnails to make people click. I do think there would be thumbnails I saw on the article. So I think there'd be some strategy there, but for the most part, I would keep doing your podcast like normal and just have YouTube be a platform it goes on and see how it goes. And then from there, you can develop a strategy. That's so fascinating. We'll get back to Jessica in just a second, but if you need to update your strategy for 2022 and beyond, you can find out what thousands of other social marketers are planning in our annual report. Just visit socialmediaexaminer.com slash 22 report. That's socialmediaexaminer.com slash 22 report to download your copy today and get the inside scoop on not so obvious organic video and advertising trends. Y'all, I'm so excited about this report because you're going to hear from 2,800 professional marketers that were surveyed in this report and it focuses on the not so obvious trends. So we're really, really excited about this. Make sure you get your copy of the Social Media Examiner report, our annual report, by going to socialmediaexaminer.com slash 22 report. Now, Jessica, Mm -hmm. tell us about some of the updates on YouTube when it comes to the user experience. I know there's one regarding the search updates. Tell us Mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, so they call them search clips. Yeah, search chips. That's what it is, search chips. So I'm like, is it chips or clips? Sounds delicious. Yeah, either way. Either way, we're good. But basically, as this rolls out, that's not on mine now, so I don't guess it's to everybody. But you can search for a keyword, and up at the top of YouTube, it will give you 
other keyword long phrases that that keyword is in that you might be interested in. So I, before we started recording, I was telling Brian, it's kind of like how Instagram does now when you type in something on Instagram search at the top, it will give you like other relevant things. And this will be just like that. And I actually think this could be really good for like companies who are going for really long tail keywords. Mm. So if I type in marketing or digital marketing or something like that, and you're a company who puts videos out there, but your video is ranking for digital marketing in the nursing industry. (laughs) That was random, but like in the whatever, you'll now be able to hopefully rank a little bit better because people will be exposed to that search term more. So I think it's a great thing. I think anytime we can increase the viewer experience, increase the way that people are like, oh, I should have searched for that. Maybe I do want to see that thing. I think it's a great thing. That's really neat. So it's it's kind of like when you go on google.com and you start typing in words like whatever it is, marketing my business and, you, and it automatically fills in business book. Like it, it, it gives you some of the suggestions. Yeah. That's essentially what's going to be happening on YouTube as well. Totally. It's just in circles. Like it's in circles at the top. So it just looks a little different. That's really neat. And then also one other update that they've made for the user experience, which affects us as social media marketers is filtering content type on channels. I'm really excited about this one. Can you tell us a little bit more about this? Yeah, I'm excited about this one too. So essentially now, like as it stands in this moment, when you go to someone's channel and you go to their video tab, you have three filter types, their chronological filter, their most popular videos showing up at the top, and then oldest to newest. And now you'll actually be able to use all of those filters except oldest to newest and filter by content type. So shorts, regulars, we were talking like, what do you actually call a long video? I don't know. Right. If everything's shorts, then you have longs. Like, what do you call it? Yeah. I don't know. But you could do shorts, longs, and lives. And I think this is spectacular because if you know somebody was live, you can go filter through their lives and be like, oh, I want to watch that. For me as a user, I hate shorts. Like I don't want to watch shorts. And a lot of times I will be glad when this happens on the home feed too, by the way, or the subscription feed. So I don't have to see the shorts. But if I go to someone's channel and I want to look at their videos, to be able to be like, okay, I don't want to see shorts is going to be spectacular. And the other way around, if you only want to see shorts, it's going to be great. Yeah, I think that's really interesting, especially when it comes to a company. If I'm shopping for something, as an example, and I want to go look at the company's channel on YouTube, if I know that they recently had a product launch and they did a live, then I can go to that channel and then just sort by live or filter it. So I just see all the lives. Maybe your company has a live Q&A, something like that. Your users would then just be able to see those live Q&As as opposed to everything that you've uploaded. Or like Social Media Examiner, we have a very robust YouTube channel and we've got all kinds of different content types. And so as somebody who consumes our content, you could filter out to see, oh, I just want to see this kind of content, but not the entire channel. Exactly. I think that's a great update. Like I say, YouTube, if you're listening, home feed and subscription feed, please. Thank you. That would be so helpful. Real quick, I just want to remind you all that we do have that new report, the Social Media Examiner Annual Report. It's our 2-2 report, socialmediaexaminer.com slash 22 report. Oh my goodness, Jessica, you provided so much value and we've gone so quickly, but thank you so much for the value that you've provided. Jessica, where can people find out more about you and check out what you have to offer? 
Yes. So I am my name everywhere. So if you want to find me on YouTube, it is just search for my name, Jessica Stansberry. Same thing on Instagram. And my website is heyjessica.com. Awesome. Jessica, thank you so much for being a guest on our show today. Yes. Thank you for having me. Well, until next time, remember that with smart marketing, you can compete with the largest players in your industry. And if you want even more content, you might want to add the podcast that Mike hosts called the Social Media Marketing Podcast. And you can check that out wherever you listen to podcasts. So until next time, go make a difference today. The Social Media Marketing Talk Show is a Social Media Examiner production. For more social media insight, visit socialmediaexaminer.com. Hey, just a quick reminder, join the Social Media Marketing Society today and level up your marketing for your company or your clients. Visit smmarketingsociety.com to find out more.